You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Sex and relationship advice you can use tonight. Welcome to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. I'm your co-host, Brandon Ware, here with my lovely other half, Dr. Jess. You're smiling. Is it because we're talking about blowjobs? Tis. Is it? (laughs) It's one of the many reasons I'm smiling. Why else are you smiling? Because our conversation has us very close together today. (laughs) We are coming at you, recording in a very different spot today. (laughs) We have to sit very close to make it work. Studio is very different today. I can feel, when we say studio, we use that term quite loosely. I can feel his breath on my cheek. (laughs) I can feel your heat. (laughs) Something like that. But we are, we're talking blowjobs. Let's do it. You like blowjobs? You know, they're all right. Okay, one to ten. Not in comparison to any physical experience, like a kick in the balls. Oh, but for example, one to ten. Ten being the greatest, one being the least greatest. In terms of sexual acts and sexual pleasure and things you've done, where does the blowjob register? People are going to judge me. I'm going to get some hate comments here. I'm I'm probably like a six and a half or a seven. That's actually not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of me, the blowjob no, giver. I, 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 I know, but and I know that that's where it's going to go. It's just that there are other things that I, that are that rank higher for me. Okay, what's higher? The sex. Oh, like intercourse. Yes. Okay. Okay. What else? The sex. Anything else? <laughs> um, depending how it depends how I feel. I mean, I love a good handy. More than a blowjob. Uh, depends on the day, for real. Okay. Okay. And the sensitivity. Okay. Yes. All right. So we're, we're going to talk about blowjobs and some techniques. I got a whole bunch of questions on blowjobs. Let me, let me find them here. Okay. I got a message from someone who wants to know how important are blowjobs? How long should they last? What position should I be in? What techniques are best? How do I use my hands? Should I avoid the balls or go right for them? That's a lot of questions about I like the last part of that. Just should just get right at them. Should I stab them? Give what him should a, I do? Give them a good tug. Give them a just give them a flick. Well, it, it's interesting because obviously all these answers are highly subjective. Like, what did you put blowjobs at on a scale of one to ten? Like a six and a half to seven. Okay. All right. And so other folks can send us their numbers. Nice, simple, short emails and messages. Where does the blowjob register? On my end, in terms of blowjobs, obviously I don't receive blowjobs because I don't have a dick. But I, I like them. I like them. I'm glad that you I do. I think I put them higher than you. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. But I mean, if you're not valuing them, I'm going to put them back in the drawer and just let them sit there. Like after my comment today, they're now it's now a three It's a two. You. It's, it's a one and a half. Well, that's hard because I wouldn't really rate anything as a one. Well, I mm. guess things I don't really like. Mm-hmm. Like it depends. Are we starting at one being neutral or one being the lowest on the pleasure scale? I don't know. Anyhow, uh, before we jump into blowjobs, let's talk about something else in our bedside drawer. Womanizer, I was checking out what's going on on the womanizer.com site and they have a bunch of cool products on sale and you know that I work with Womanizer and I have a small discount code for you, Dr. Jess, to save a few extra dollars over at womanizer.com but uh, I see that they already have a bunch of stuff on sale. So the sale set that I was looking at is the Womanizer Starlet Snow, which is that smaller, smaller one along with the Arc Wave Voy, which Ooh. is, yeah, it's a toy for the penis. It could replace a blowjob if you're lucky. <laughs> could, could, if you're sans partner. Yeah, or if you're with a partner, you can use oh. it 
together. We've used it together. So this one looks like a camera lens. That's the best way to describe it to me. I would me. agree, yep. And the beautiful kind of, I don't know how to describe the texture of the inner lining that wraps around the shaft and the head. You can twist the outer part and it tightens that really nicely textured inner lining for a really nice handy blowy sensation so that's a really good one that's on sale over there super convenient for going through security you just tell them it's a camera lens i like right? that well and this one's actually not motorized so the arc wavevoy is not motor motorized it's a stroker and they've got a package it's called the womanizer booster bundle i also see they have the all about us collection so there's one toy for the clit one toy for the penis the Toy for the clit is the ion, so that amazing womanizer technology that sits around the head of the clit. And then a similar technology being used in the arc wave, uh, the arc wave kind of signature toy. So the arc wave is really cool. It's a stroker and it's using that same pleasure air against the frenulum of the penis. So I, I've gone on and on. So womanizer.com, code Dr. Jess, go check out all the things are on sale. Plus use code Dr. Jess to save a little bit more. Now, depending on when you're listening, because I hope you all tune in right when the episode is released. This weekend, I am heading back to Toronto. I'm not there yet, but I'm heading back to Toronto for the Taboo Show. And the Taboo Show is formerly the Everything to Do With Sex Show. And I'm going to be there with Silken Titra. So Silken Titra has its own seminar theater. And Silken has a broad range of products from hair removal to toothbrushes and I'm going to be there with Titra which is really cool this technology that can be used internally for improving issues around incontinence urinary incontinence um, vaginal laxity all of that good stuff I'm going to be talking more about their technology at the show but also I'll be talking about a number of different topics uh, on Friday I'm speaking and Saturday and Sunday I'm speaking about bigger better orgasms brought to you by Titra I'm also doing a session on passion in relationships the science of passion and boosting libido so if you are in the Toronto area check out Taboo Productions the Taboo show is really really cool out at the International Center so right next to the airport and I'll be there all weekend with Titra so come Check it out. Brendan's going to be there too. I am. Always look forward to the shows. They're lots of fun. Lots of uh, interactive workshops. Lots, lots going on. Yeah, and they have a dungeon. They have kink demonstrations. There's honestly, it's going to be really cool. And it's brought to you by Bad Dragon this year. I'm kind of looking forward to their very fantasy-based toys. I'm not as familiar with them, and I'm going to be getting to know them, and hopefully you will too. So if you're in the Toronto area or the you know Southern Ontario area, come down, say hi, and uh, yeah, introduce yourselves. And if you need help with tickets or anything, just shoot me a message over, over on Instagram. It's probably the easiest way. All right, let's dive in to blowjobs. So I already asked you how important blowjobs are, and this, this listener wanted to know how important they are, but ultimately for some people they're going to be a 1 or a 0. Some people they're going to be a 10. Some people are going to exaggerate and say they're at 11. The research shows that most folks actually enjoy a blowjob, but they don't rank them as essential or highly important to a satisfying sex life. Now, obviously, the value of any sex you know, act is going to vary from person to person. Uh, I think that porn, of course, has normalized blowjobs as always the precursor to intercourse in for, for hetero couples but really it's up, up to you to decide whether blowjobs are a regular part of your sexual routine or if they're like a special occasion thing kind of whatever you're into I will say this that the more variety you inject into your sex life uh, the 
greater the sexual satisfaction. So whether it's your hands or your mouth or a toy or, you know, changing up locations, it's all going to be good for your sex life. So let me ask you, since you've got the, the dick attached. Last time I checked, it was there. Yes. I checked as well. I'm glad it's still there. So what makes a blowjob good? What do you enjoy about a blowjob? Uh, the anticipation is something that, that I enjoy, seriously. What do you mean by that? Just the, the lead up when you know that it's going to happen. Mm. but it hasn't happened yet mm. where it's like somebody like you're you might be kissing my thighs or something like that and I'm kind of like is am I gonna get a blowjob is it are we gonna like what's happening mm. so that I also sometimes depending how I'm feeling like the sensitivity is is amplified mm. so there are times where it just feels really good everything is is just heightened I don't know how else to explain. Do you know why that is? Like, does it vary from day to day? Is it about your mood? Is it about the buildup? It's something that I haven't tracked or mm-hmm. that I haven't really paid attention to. And I don't know. Mm. I don't I don't know. I just know that some days I'm much more sensitive than others. Oh, okay. Like yeah. physically sensitive. Yeah, physically sensitive. Yes. Okay. And so just general tips. What do you like in a blowjob? <laughs> Always on the spot. Um, I like soft touch um not a lot of teeth that's just not my thing (laughs) obviously for you but it's very sensitive (laughs) yeah why have you had blowjobs with teeth i have yeah didn't wasn't my cup of tea like (laughs) i said not gonna yuck somebody else's yum but you know that just wasn't my thing Mm -hmm. yeah i like lots of lubrication Mm -hmm. how about those three things to start that's where you're gonna begin that's where i'm gonna start yes okay okay uh, and no techniques you want to share? I mean, like, don't steal mine, obviously, but... You know what? Just for me, it's the frenulum. Okay. If that is focused on, yeah, that's... I'm good to go. Okay. How do you know the name of it? Because I've paid attention to some of these discussions <laughs> that you've given over the years. Okay, so then why don't you tell folks what the frenulum is and what to do to it? It's the, the little piece of skin right where the head of the penis connects to the shaft. Okay. And what's and its function? For me, strictly pleasure. Just touch it. <laughs> so the frenulum is the tiny notch on the underside of the penis that holds the foreskin on. So you have a frenulum under your tongue, you know, that little notch of tissue. I mean, it doesn't just hold it, but it's part of attaching it. And you have frenulums throughout your body. And so if the foreskin has been removed through circumcision or an unfortunate snowboarding accident or... It could happen. So you're still going to have a little notch under there that's very sensitive. And it tends to be most sensitive to like liquid and flicking and swirling. I'm laughing right now or I'm smiling because I always associated the frenulum with the penis. So if somebody were to come and say, hey, your frenulum in your mouth. You didn't know there's a frenulum under there? I just, it makes sense that there's a frenulum there, but. Even though like I talk about it it all the time in my sessions. (laughs) I've only, just because I only think about the penis. That's, you you got that one track mind. Okay. Uh, So the frenulum, what about the lower third? So Brandon's already brought up, I think the part of the penis that you focus on for the more gentle, light, flicking, targeted touch. What about the lower third, like the very base of the penis? Oh, I thought you were talking about the internal penis. Oh, we can talk about that after. That's where most of my penis is. <laughs> where, where is it? It's inside. It's inside. You just can't see it. You can't see it. But that actually is true that about a third of the penis is inside the body. And so if you only focus on the outer parts of the penis, you're actually missing the very sensitive bulb of the penis. So that spongy tissue of the penis, if you reach behind the balls to the taint, the gooch, the chode, the the perineum, that's where you can access the bulb of the penis and just put some pressure 
right behind the balls there. And the bulb of the penis can be very, very sensitive. A lot of people will say that when they have their orgasms, when they ejaculate, that's where the contractions or the tension and the release is felt most intensely. I think we should we should immediately go right there and talk about that. The lower third of the penis, great. For me, not as much sensitivity there. But if you go down to that taint, that gooch, and give it a little rub, a little pressure, oh yeah, that's where it's at. Okay, it's done. You can go you, back to you, ma- you watching Mad Men. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I kind of like kind of explored. It's like I lit some candles and some rosemary, you know, scent and went there the other day and yeah it's great yeah yeah no i like it did you really light candles i did and rose petals everywhere okay, no, okay. i'm just kidding i know he's making this up i don't think he knows where the matches are no i don't <laughs> or the and candles plus i was trying to think of certain herbs <laughs> should we talk about the fact that you hit a certain age where you start to really enjoy a good candle 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent making fun of me and yeah man I enjoy a nice candle. What's I don't know when that like? when that became a thing. What is the scent? I don't know. We had a friend buy us a candle as a gift, and I was like, I'm really enjoying this candle. <laughs> what is up? It's like good sheets on your bed and a candle. There's an age you hit where those when things start to <laughs> those things start to bring you a ton of pleasure. I'm gonna start making my own candles. <laughs> oh, anyway, God. moving on. Actually, during COVID, I made, during the pandemic, I made a candle. There was yeah, like an online that. workshop from Saint Germain. They make a, a liqueur and they sent us all this stuff for free. So we watched it and I made a candle. Brandon signed up four times. Laura Ingalls Wilder <laughs> right here making my own candles. Okay, so let's go back to the hot spot. So you mentioned the F spot, which is the frenulum. You mentioned the B spot. I call it the B spot because it's the bulb of the inner uh, penis. You're naming something after me. No, you, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so you can press back there. Then there's the lower third of the penis. You said that's not as important to you, but we hear from a lot of penises that they like a lot of pressure. Mm. right there that they need i i mean i don't want to like you know say too much for you but you do like a little more pressure there right yeah i do it's just that in if i had the option as to whether or not it was the b spot or the lower third i'd be the b spot but yes the lower third pressure feels good okay so that's three spots it's pretty much the entire penis yes so just touch everywhere (laughs) touch, touch everywhere so you've kind of covered the the spots you also mentioned anticipation and i think that's such an important piece around blowjobs and i think people who are really good at blowjobs this might be the one piece that gets missed because anticipation of course is not the precursor to pleasure it is the experience of pleasure in and of itself. And I think that when you're really good at blowjobs or you really know what your partner likes, you go straight to the things that you know they like. But if you want to intensify the sensations associated whatever you know with whatever move they enjoy, if you can make them wait for it, make them not know what's coming next, that's when it can feel all the more exciting. And that's why I asked you if some days, is it more sensitive because it's been a while? Is it more Mm. sensitive because you've been forced to wait and there's a bit of kind of pre-edging? I think we often think about edging in terms of genital contact, but non-genital edging where you're getting riled up and not quite getting what it is you're anticipating right away. And from a, I guess, a neurochemical perspective, we also know that the research shows that dopamine levels are higher when you're anticipating a reward or pleasure than when you actually receive it. So, and when that reward becomes unpredictable, right? That's when those dopamine levels actually double. So they have, you know, these studies where a monkey gets a treat for pressing a button an undetermined number of times versus consistently retrieving a treat for pushing it three times. The dopamine levels are higher when it's that, you know, they don't know, is it going to is this treat going to come after three presses, after 12 presses, after 15 presses? And that's when dopamine levels actually double. And so the takeaway is that 
Giving your partner exactly what they want immediately can actually be less pleasurable than teasing and building tension and kind of alluding to pleasure. So that building of anticipation from your side is very exciting as the person with the penis. And for the person who's giving, I think it's also really important because blowjobs are physically demanding, right? Like they're actually very tiring. You can only for so long in your mouth, in your throat, against your cheeks. So if you rile them up first with moves and touch that are, you know, less physically demanding, like you're not sticking the thing in your mouth, before you get to those more challenging finishing techniques, it's also going to be more pleasurable for you. And that actually brings me to my next point, which is if you want to be really good at blowjobs, if you want to give a really good blowjob, I often suggest that you focus on your own pleasure first. So rather than performance, rather than worrying about, oh, am I touching the taint? Am I getting the F spot? Um, you know, it's great to be a generous lover, but you'll likely find that you both drive more pleasure from the experience if you allow pleasure to supersede performance. So one way to focus on your own pleasure, as well as your partner's, is to, you know, wear a vibrating toy or rub yourself against their legs or touch yourself or fantasize or even use a blindfold on your partner because they get the visual deprivation that heightens the sense of touch and can lead to a more mindful and sensitive experience but you also can just enjoy yourself and not necessarily worry about them watching like especially as we get into some of the blowjob techniques it can feel self-conscious to try something new in such a, I think, visible environment, right? With blowjobs, the penis is on the outside, so your partner's more likely to be able to see what you're doing versus when you're going down on a vulva because it's just a little flatter and it's kind of more between the legs. So when I think about what makes for a good blowjob, and I'm a solid six and a half, folks, so you really want to take my advice. Hey, hey, don't, don't cut yourself. Some days it's a seven. <laughs> um, I think about, first of all, you mentioned lots of lube. Mm-hmm. The three ingredients for me are lots of lube, building anticipation, and then tuning into your own pleasure. And I think you can probably attest to the fact that if you know somebody's enjoying themselves, you enjoy yourself a lot more. Absolutely. And I, I like that point you made about, you know, the anticipation and, and leading your, your lover down that road. I think you don't have to do much. You don't have to give me a very long blowjob if you Thank God. me up touched my inner thighs you know just kind of caressed and done that like at a certain point I don't even want the blowjob as much as I yes. just want to have sex you really like the sex you keep going to that the intercourse I the mean it's intercourse. all sex blowjob is sex I know that not it for is. you I'm clearly <laughs> well in this case I'm thinking P to V it's very subjective of course because for some people like they'd rather get a blowjob was there ever a point in your life where you would rather get a blowjob like when they were more more <laughs> less available to you uh, I think when when everything was less available, I would have taken anything. It's like somebody could just, you know, blow some cool air on my groin. I would have been happy. Take a couple hands and smack it around yeah, like just, a cat. It's fine. Just bat it around like just one of those cat toys. <laughs> uh, okay, so back to this kind of summary. Be selfish. Rile them up slowly. Focus on all those different spots. Use lots of lube. Uh, and I usually suggest that you begin with these playful techniques. And actually, you're echoing the same thing, which is to, you know, touch the thighs, breathe over it. I think in the podcast about clitoral oral moves, I talked about the liquid trace where you simply create a wet line, a wet path or a wet spot using your tongue, and then you breathe warm air over it. And anything you can do with your tongue, you can also do with your fingers if you use lubrication. Your saliva is almost never going to cut it. 
to simulate like an actual blowjob because your saliva will dry out whereas the lube will kind of keep going and stay wet. So a fun one is you simply lick a line from the very bottom to the very top. So over the base, over the coronal ridge and over the head. And then you open your lips wide and you breathe warm air over the path, the wet path you've created. Uh, again, you could use your tongue or you could create the wet line just using lube. And I suggest you do this kind of slowly and centrally, almost a feather light touch. I really like this one because you don't have to be hard, right? There's you know, the depictions of blowjobs, of course, always include a big, hard penis, but the penis always isn't, isn't always hard right away. So you can kind of draw that line. It could be squiggly. You could start all the way down under the balls as well. Um, that's a really nice way to start with the liquid trace. Another option, especially if they're, you know, uh, erect or semi-erect, is to do the airhead. And for the airhead, you simply lick your lips and you lower your lips over the head of their penis as you exhale and you don't close your lips so you're not sucking it into your mouth yet you're just kind of teasing as you exhale down and then inhale on the way up so that one's called the airhead while you're doing the airhead you could do the fire starter where you slather your hands in lube and you just gently roll the shaft between your palms sort of like if you pretend you're starting a fire or you're rubbing your hands together because you're excited about something but more slowly more essentially a ton of lube because if you don't use lube the head could pop right off and we don't want that or you right? could start a fire or you could start a fire yeah penile chafing yay or nay for me it's a nay what about ball play i'm not super huge on ball play no you like it very gentle right yes that's all you're going to say. That's I can tell I'm from the lick in your yeah. eye. Okay, so Brendan and I obviously have been together a very long time, so I have an idea of what he's into. It's changed over time, mm -hmm. right? Like the certain parts of the body you're more into than you used to be, and I'm sure it's the same for me. But, I mean, the key here is that if you are having sex with someone who has balls, ask those balls what they're into because don't don't be like, no, 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 Brandon said don't touch them. They're going to be like, who the hell is Brandon? That guy doesn't know anything. I'm going to go start a fire now. Right? And some people like their balls sucked right into your mouth mouth some people like kind of tongue all over the balls some people actually like kind of wet wet kind of lubricant lubricated nails over the balls but without mm. scratching some people like you to pull down on their balls to slow them down some people like you to press up on their balls gently to kind of intensify orgasmic sensations but again every penis every set of balls is different so I'm just sharing ideas here and you're going to do what your partner or partner is like. You're actually going to have to communicate with them. And I'll just add, because obviously this is an audio, non-visual medium, I have a course over at happiercouples.com. And over there, you can check out Mind Blowing Oral. This is the one for the penis. I know I talked about the one for the clip before. But mind-blowing oral penis, blow his mind edition. Uh, it's a video course. I think there are five different videos starting with communication and then working the penis up with the starter moves, the heightening moves, and the finishing moves. And in the videos, I kind of talk you through them and a model demonstrates on a carrot and a banana. So if you're interested, head over to happiercouples.com and use code podcast for a big discount. I think it's 25% off. So podcast is the code. The website is happiercouples.com. And I go through, obviously, these techniques and many, many more. All right. As you're continuing 
to rile them up. Basically what you want to do, and again, everyone's different and every session is different, but you generally want to start slow and gentle and you're slowly increasing the pace, the pressure, the intensity. So if you've started with either the liquid trace or the airhead, maybe you're kind of tracing your fingers all around their thighs. Maybe you're tracing your cheek against their shaft, kind of dragging it there. Maybe you're using the tip of your nose as you breathe heavily. Maybe you're alternating between hot and cool air with your mouth. Uh, I've spoken about this before that I believe that your breath is one of the most underutilized tools in your sexual toolbox. So wide open mouth is going to give slow warm air and if you purse your lips it's going to cool the air a little bit. Uh, Again you're not blowing out a birthday candle you're just kind of providing this sensual um, indulgent sensation of your warm and cool breath. Then you may want to put your hands around it and I love the loose job. So for the loose job you slather your hand in lube, you wrap it around the whole penis and you stroke really really slowly without grabbing a hold of it. You're just teasing like it's going to be bouncing against you it's going to push against you I know like that's your move you just like kind of bounce the penis in your face or against your hand but you're just teasing still you're stroking with your hand in the loosest possible way maybe with a little twist over the head so that they get a little, little extra stimulation over the coronal ridge which is that bulgy bottom part of the head and a little bit of extra sensation against the frenulum as loosely and gently and slowly as possible. And then when you feel it's time to really get into it and they want more pressure, you can try the like a prayer. I also call it the flying V. Your hands basically go in prayer position. Try it right now. Put your hands in prayer position and smush them together and you'll feel that it creates a little bit of tension, pressure, and suction between your hands, right? So again, you're going to slather your hands in lube and you're going to bring your hands down over the penis so that your hands are parallel with the penis. So you're enveloping the entire thing. Well, I have pretty big hands, so it depends how big some of you have cute little hands that may not envelop the entire penis. But it comes down in that prayer position and you open up at the bottom and go right back to the top. So what you're doing is you're giving a firmer than usual hand job that um, really creates uh, a pocket right around the penis. You can also, you know, try adding your hands as an extension of your mouth. So you can create a tunnel with your hands and slather your hands in lube, warm them up so they feel like your mouth, and then breathe on your way down so that your hand feels like a continuation of your mouth and that way you can get a lot deeper without actually bringing your mouth all the way down. Uh, my ultimate hand job move and blow job move really is the Claudia. I call this the hand job to end all blow jobs and it is so good, so tight and all it is is you slather two hands in lubricant like twice as much as you think you need. You wrap your hands around the shaft with your fingers interlaced and you stroke with more firm pressure. Now, most of us are not using enough pressure in our hand jobs and blow jobs, and that is usually because we're not using enough lube. You can use a tighter grip if you use a more generous amount of lube, and you can give a little extra squeeze at the bottom of the shaft. Anyone I teach this to, because you know, get to work with big groups and hear back from people, so many of the penises are like, why have I been giving myself, why have I been jerking myself off with one hand when I could have been using two because this move really just 
feels like a mouth because it's really warm and really tight. Yeah, and I want to comment to all the penis owners out there, make some noise. Yes. Because I know that I was in the habit of not saying or moaning or doing anything. And I think that your partner doesn't know if you're enjoying it, if it's good, and if you're liking it, let them know. Let them know. Yeah, that's a big thing. I think in porn, women are taught to make a ton of noise. But in porn, men are like super silent until the end when they're like, ooh, at the very end. Is that that what we all do? Pretty much. I don't know. In porn, it's like the sound (laughs) they make at the end. But yes, be effusive in your expressions of pleasure. If something feels good, like let those sounds flow freely with no inhibition, with no editing, with kind of no censorship. Breathe a little more deeply, even just a smile. Like if you smile as you exhale, I'm doing it now. (laughs) You are, you are. Anything I'm missing as we go through some of these techniques? No, I think they've all been fantastic. What do you like? I I really like the Claudia. Yeah. I'm a big fan. And I like it when you get creative with the liquid trace and think about painting a landscape, (laughs) a coastal, a coastal mountain. (laughs) You do like to like really tune into the sensations. You're you're not just like a, hey, get me off person. Oh, yeah. And I've I've played around with speed, with like hot and cold. This is going to sound ridiculous, but there have been times where it's we've been in a very cold room, like if you're in a hotel room and there's air conditioning and just noticing and tuning into the sensation of the hot versus the cold when you're when you're having sex and slowing down, breathing, like even for the recipient to focus in on how you're breathing and mm. how that changes the pleasure. Yeah, there's a lot that you can mm. that you can do to really amplify your own experience. So here's what I'm hearing from you that it's partly your partner, but a big part of how a blowjob feels for you is what you're doing yourself. Mm -hmm, For sure. I mean, even if you know that you're going to get one, you can take five, 10 minutes before and get into the head, get yourself into that headspace. It's Mm. like, it's like preparing for a sport, you know, but take a few minutes and just start relaxing on your own so that when you begin, you're already in the right, you're in that, that headspace where you're really going to enjoy the experience. I love it. I love it. Um, So you have to do part of the job. Now, what's interesting is the guiding part. Like you can guide your partner's movement and pressure and speed and rhythm. And I think that there's a tendency for some penises to just like stick their hand on their partner's head, their hands and try and control them. But not everybody likes that, right? It can feel very intimidating. And the thing about blowjobs is that there's this potential for power play. Right. So Mm. I'm down between your legs. So there's a subjugation. I'm servicing you. So there is this, you know, I could be being submissive, even though I'm in an active role. But there's also the thing that like your penis is between this person's teeth. So there's some power there. Similarly, on the flip side, your penis is in their mouth. So you could shove it into their throat, which obviously you wouldn't do unless that's something that you've predetermined you both enjoy. But there is this threat that you can play with, right? There is this like, well, I'm not going to give you what you want or I'm going to like be good or I'm going to use my teeth or be good or I'm going to shove it down there that you can play with in the context of a consensual, caring, understanding relationship. And that doesn't mean it needs to be a long-term relationship, but just that you've cultivated that dynamic between the two of you. Okay, there is so much more to talk about when it comes to blowjobs. We've got my, I ha- I've really kind of focused more on the hands and the rile-up. But next episode, next week, we are going to talk about the finishing techniques for the mouth. So we're going to talk about the tight tunnel, the game changer, my absolute favorite. And we're going to answer some more questions around like how to touch balls. I got questions on 
whether you should touch the anus. Um, we've got some different techniques for the butt as well. Like, would you like a butt, up, a finger up your butt? I will try anything once. It depends. Oh, you've tried a finger up your Okay, would what? you try it again? <laughs> we'll try anything twice. Do you like it though? Um, I think, again, kind of just depends how you're feeling. Okay. Okay. It depends on your mood, of course. Okay. So next week, we're going to talk more about that. We're also going to talk about positions. Uh, I have some more questions here on the gag reflex that we're going to cover. So that's going to be part two of blowjobs because we have to run now because my parents are coming over <laughs> and I, they're coming to say I need to make the bed for them. But uh, a couple of reminders, I will be at the Taboo Show in Toronto this weekend. We will be. And I'll be on stage on the Silken Titra Seminar Theatre. Make sure you're there. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If you need anything, holler at me in advance. I won't be able to answer on the weekend because it's going to be a very busy show. This is a huge consumer trade show. It is I want to say like it's it's very tasteful, right? It's the type of thing that, you know, my neighbors come to, my mom will come to. It's very, very cool. So check that out. Uh, A reminder that we've got that discount on the Womanizer site, Dr. Jess. And come back for more blowjob tips next week. I'm going to I'm going to prep Brandon a little more and make him share because I know you have more to say. Oh, you want me to share more? More. You want me to share more? Yes. (laughs) Poor guy. You did not sign up for this. No, but I'm loving the ride. But you're here now. All right. Thanks for chatting and sharing information about your balls, your taint. My pleasure. Your temperature play, your lighting of candles. Thank you for listening and make sure you share, send in your feedback. If you want to tell me what your number is in terms of blowjobs, regardless of whether or not you have a penis, like how important are blowjobs? Uh, Yeah, and you can absolutely weigh in on these listener questions. So somebody says, I have a really active, reactive gag reflex. What should we know to avoid vomiting on your partner's dick? That's actually what the question says. This person wants to know about position recommendations for oral. This person wants to know, should you explore your partner's taint or anus? How should you use your fingers? Should you use your mouth? Why are these both such pleasure centers? Uh, This person, another question about the balls. Why should you touch the balls? And what are some ways you might touch your partner's balls if they're into having their balls touched? So you can go in and weigh in on all those questions as well. So thank you. I look forward to your feedback and we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Have a great one. You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Improve your sex life. Improve your life.